Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Hello, everyone. Rana DeBoer here with you today. I'm the Chief Impact Officer with Keystone Group International and excited to be with you talking about psychological safety and its relationship to attracting and retaining talent. Last week, you heard from my colleague, Chelsea, as she talked about shifting our view from stressing about the great resignation to more focus on retention and culture. Today, I'm gonna expand on that a bit and share some valuable perspective on team trust and employee belonging. So what do we know? We know the war on talent is real and well, it's here to stay for at least a little while. And you know what gang, I don't need to tell you all the research and reports on this hot topic. So what do we know? We know the war on talent is real and It's here to stay, at least for a while. And I don't need to tell you all the research and reports on this hot and important topic because you're living them and that's not easy. What myself and the Keystone Group are here is to help you. We're here to help you to be that trusted partner that can offer insight like today to taking care of your business. So let's get to it. What do we need to know to win this war on talent? and really to lead through the challenges of today's workforce demands. So there are several answers to this, uh, actually hundreds of answers to that question because it is multidimensional, it is multifaceted. So like I said earlier, I want to dig a little deeper from last week's podcast and focus on one thing that I would almost call a game changer Um, and that is psychological safety. So what is it? Psychological safety is a belief that one will not be punished or humiliated for speaking up with ideas, questions, concerns, or mistakes. So that's a definition from Amy Edmondson, Harvard Business School professor and author of that book, The Fearless Organization. Really encourage you to get it, read it. It's insightful and really helps you evaluate your leadership and your culture for optimal performance. So Amy has been a real pioneer in this work. Her research started in healthcare and it really grew and blossomed from there. And so I know that you've heard of the term psychological safety. So let's unpack this a little bit more and add a little more richness and meaning to it. So being able to show and employ oneself without fear of negative consequences of our self-image status or career. So the key word here is fear and fear can cause a whole host of negative emotions, behaviors, and actions. And those are things that will prevent um, our best leadership, will prevent our best teamwork, and ultimately prevent our best outcomes and results in our business. And if we consistently host uh, a sense of fear in our leadership or anywhere within our teams in our organization, we certainly don't have the ability to attract and retain the talented employees and the people that we're really looking for. 
So when we go into that fear mode, it means that we tend to shut down, right? You know what this feels like. We lose self-confidence. We question the intentions of others and honestly start to lose trust in our colleagues. We lose trust in our team. And if it continues, we can lose trust in our organization and our leaders. And we just don't feel safe at work. So one thing that's, um, that's a great simple acronym to hold on to is called SCARF. So fear means that we feel a threat to status, which means we're important, right? Certainty. We want to know what's going on. We like to be in the know. And when we don't, we make up stories in our head and we don't need our teams or our leaders to be doing that. So status and certainty, autonomy. We want to be able to work in our own way as long as the job gets done. And this is why micromanaging feels so offensive, right? So status, certainty, autonomy, the R is relatedness and that we feel that sense of belong and belonging with our work family, if you will. The last is fairness, feeling a sense of equity and equality. So that SCARF acronym is a great way to remember how do we reduce fear and allow people to truly show up as their authentic selves without consequences to their self-image, their status or their career. So SCARF, status, certainty, autonomy, relatedness, and fairness. Lots of research you can do on that. Just jump out to Google, good stuff. Psychological safety can also be defined as a shared belief. So here's that culture piece, you guys. How are we creating that culture, that shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk-taking? Your keyword there is that interpersonal risk-taking. We've talked a lot um, over the years for sure about interpersonal relationships at work and that when that relationship is strong and it's based on trust and safety, uh, we get further faster. So when employees feel comfortable about asking for help, sharing suggestions informally, or even challenging the status quo without that fear of negative social consequences, um, things like shame or blame or fear of retribution or just feeling plain dumb for suggesting something. When those are negated, organizations and teams feel a lot more likely to innovate quickly, to really unlock those benefits that we find in having a diverse and inclusive workplace and adapt well to change. Well, of course, because we're swimming in feelings of safety. And these, these capabilities of innovating quickly, uh, embracing and unlocking the benefits of diversity and adapting well to change, those are all things that have only grown in importance during this um, crazy COVID crisis, right? Those are things we need today. So in those psychologically safe teams, uh, people feel accepted and respected. So what does that mean? It means I feel totally comfortable sharing my ideas. 
my thoughts, my concerns, challenging that status quo. And I know that I will be, well, loved no matter how dumb I might sound, (laughs) right? I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about acceptance for who I am authentically, for who you are authentically, and that you belong on that team. In essence, it means that we honor the dignity of others. And that's a pretty rock solid definition for the word respect, something we all need to embrace in our leadership. So another quick uh, tip for you. If you have not read up on the Google study about Project Aristotle, really encourage you to do so. I'm not going to dive into it here, but rather just quickly give you some of the outcomes and key insights. The main question in the study was what makes a team great? So Google developed a list of five key dynamics that make great teams successful. Psychological safety. Team members feel safe to take risks and be vulnerable in front of each other. Dependability. Team members get things done on time and meet Google's high bar for excellence. Structure and clarity. Team members have clear roles, plans, and goals, and meaning. Work is personally important to team members. And number five, team members think their work matters and creates change. So those are five powerhouse dynamics that make great teams successful. I don't think any of us would argue with any of those five. And all of them, truly necessary to create a successful team, but without question, that psychological safety stood out as the most important factor. For reasons I think you now can understand and fully appreciate. All right, why is this important? Psychological safety is a precursor. Really, it's a precursor to a great team culture, to adaptive and innovative performance, which is needed in today's rapidly changing environment, right? And not only at the individual and the team level, but the organizational level as well, all three. I mean, those are three dimensions or dynamics of of work that are important for you to continue to pour focus and intention into. So a positive team climate, why is this important? We need a positive team climate in which members feel valued, right? They they value the contributions of their colleagues, of one another, care about one another's well-being. We have um, ultimate regard for the well-being of others. And we're able to have input, right, on how the team carries out the work. That's how we would describe a great team climate. And it is the most important driver. Those are the most important drivers of a team's psychological safety. So we got to harvest that positive team climate. And that comes back to um, leadership. So remember that McKinsey and company uh, came out with a report in September of 2021 talking about why people are leaving jobs. And in essence, it was because we're not feeling valued. And that feeling valued, which we just discussed, is a basic human need. So you do kind of wonder at what point are we missing the fulfillment of some basic human needs 
and what role can leaders and the workplace help to fulfill that a bit. So McKenzie and company talked about three key things, not feeling valued by their organization, not feeling valued by their immediate supervisor, and just not feeling that sense of belonging at work. And that those three things were the key reasons why people were making a decision to leave a job, leave a steady paycheck without even necessarily having another job lined up. So what do we do? How do we do this? We need to create this level of safety, right? To attract and retain good people. I've said this a couple of times today, but I do think without question, it starts with leadership. And I do mean leaders at all levels, but certainly leaders who are in uh, that position of leading the team climate because leaders set and guide the tone for employee behavior and team climate. So if we start at that leadership level a little bit, you can make some great head road. And it's about caring about people, developing our leaders in a way that they understand what psychological safety means, that it isn't just um, fluff and it isn't just feelings, that it's actually a basic human need that um, elicits a certain biology and chemistry in people for, for them to be able to perform at their best and to use their greatest skills and talents collectively to drive those great business results. So as leaders, we've got to really pause in the middle of all the busy to regard and respect the thoughts and feelings and ideas of others. And when we role model that, that means um, that means that that we create the expectation uh, that others follow along, that our team members follow along because they are watching us. So let's uh, let's close this up a bit. And I want to share with you a recipe, a recipe for great communication as a leader, um, because communication is a major element of psychological safety. Um, communication is the vehicle really that drives results in your business and your leadership. It is the way, the texture and the tone of which we communicate as leaders each day that sets that sense of, of psychological safety, sets that sense of feeling and belonging and allows people to really relax and perform at their best. So this is a really simple formula. I think you're going to like it. Try it on. Give it a whirl. All right. There are five C's to great communication. Number one, care. This is about setting your intent. This starts with your personal why and your personal integrity, right? It's your personal leadership philosophy, your purpose. Um, when people know that you truly care, they can feel that, right? They also can feel when you aren't genuine and you don't really care. We've all experienced that with leaders. And I know that this is really hard to do on a consistent and daily basis. Um, but when you are really grounded in that purpose and your why and your intent, it, it just fuels you to be able to do number one, which is care because motive matters. Motive matters in setting psychological safety and bringing out the best in other people. So you gotta care first. Number two, curious. So I love this. The sister to curiosity is humility because we don't have all the answers and our way is not the only way or the best way. 
We want to embrace the ideas of others. So we need to get super curious. We put on our detective hat. We care first. We get super curious. And you wonder genuinely what other ideas and thoughts could contribute to the situation or um, the issue or the challenge that we have right in front of us. Two heads are always better than one. Well, most of the time. <laughs> Number three, courage. Oh my gosh, right? Find the courage. Because remember, it's actually a disrespect if we don't. Sometimes we have to think about things in terms of, would we want someone else to tell us this? Would we want someone to let us know if we have spinach in our teeth? Yes, and it takes courage to say something. But when your care and your purpose is in the right place, your intent is set on curiosity and not necessarily that mafia mindset, that gives us the courage because what we want is to honor that dignity in others and brave up, right? Bravery and courage to be able to say something when we see something. Number four is candor. And I'll keep this one really simple. Like Brene Brown says, clear is kind. People want answers. People want truth. They want certainty. And so all of the psychological safety isn't about quote unquote being nice. Yes, it's about being nice in terms of respectful, but it is about candor. It's about speaking truth and doing it in a clear and respectful way. We must do that. And we must be open to hearing that as well. So if we're set in care, we're set in curiosity, we've got good courage and we, and we hear and feel and even deliver that candor, it's easy to, easy to take in and easy to give. And the last C in the five C's is commit. And this is about committing to that relationship, being in relationship and holding and working the relationship with others, even if it's just in the moment, but to be truly present in your leadership inside that given conversation, because it is that conversation that drives results in that moment, be in support. And it's not that you have to own the conversation or you have to own the outcomes or you have to own whatever's being discussed. Your job is to facilitate, right? Be in support of that other person, that employee being able to do their best, that team to do their best. You're just committed to that. And another commitment is to follow up just as you said you would. So the five C's to a great to a great conversation that leads to great psychological safety, that leads to great cultures and keeps, attracts, retains great employees. So that's a simple recipe. I hope uh, you can try it on and I hope that it helps you in your leadership. And hopefully you've discovered, you know, somewhere or something that you can evolve in your leadership and your culture that changes the game for the better. So we know we need to keep evolving. Sometimes we're just not sure how. So let's recap the three big ideas. One, reduce fear. Two, focus on that team climate. Number three, start with your leadership gang. Communicate with the five C's. All right, friends, that's a wrap. I know everyone listening, um, you are smart, savvy leaders, and that's why you tuned in. So the choice is yours. Believe in yourself rally your team, and know that myself and the Keystone Group are here to help. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.